Warning, please attempt at home may cause feelings of positivity and enjoyment. Welcome everyone to the first episode of the Specialty Spiel, the podcast where we explore passions and specialties of people in our community here at Colorado State University. My name is Cameron, and I'm here to introduce all of you to some fun and unique activities to try. Today's topic is a popular winter sport, ice skating. Today's guest is a fellow KCSU member, Madeline. It's great to have you in the studio today. Yeah, I'm so excited to be on my, this is this is my first like real official podcast, so I'm very excited. Well, lucky for you, it's also my first official real podcast, so. We're in this together. Exactly. Taking the first step. Exactly. It's going to be a fun time. Yeah. So let's jump on into it today and start with the first question. Yeah, for sure. So can you tell me a little bit about what ice skating actually is? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's something that kind of everybody already knows what it is. I, The more I meet people, the more I realize there are a lot of people that have not ever been skating, and that just kind of blows my mind, I think, because I skated way more than the average person ever did. But there are a lot of people that have never been skating. But I mean, it's really just, you know, strapping those knife boots onto your feet and hitting the frozen water. Yeah, that that is a pretty good way to simplify that. <laughs> so following up on that, what is ice skating to you specifically as somebody who participated in competitive skating for so long? Yeah, I mean, I have, I'm just going to I'm just going to be honest, and I have, I have very mixed feelings about the sport. I I love the sport as entity, I guess you could say. I I love the performing aspect of it. I love the, you know, being able to express yourself through movement. It's, it's very freeing, but I hate the competitive aspect, and I hate the culture that the competitive side of the sport has created. I just think that it's... I would never tell someone to be a competitive figure skater because I just think it's not it's not something that like anybody deserves to go through at least with where the sport is at right now and so it it means a lot to me and it has a very special place in my heart and it will and it always will I was a competitive figure skater for six years from the ages of nine to 14 so very like crucial very crucial time in my life literally my childhood revolved around skating and I train and I I did train at a high level I I quit at a young age but just because I quit at a young age didn't mean that I didn't train at a high level because in skating 16 is old yeah you know it is one of those sports that has a fairly early retirement age um, but continuing on the note of competition uh, I feel as though Many sports for young people do feel that way. I'm looking to sort of take a perspective on uh, sports like this as more of a activity without the competition side. So I guess on that note, I would want to ask, do you support the idea of skating as a non-competitive sport and as an art form, rather? Oh, 100%. 100%. I, I would love it. I love skating myself. I still do. It's one of the most enjoyable activities when it is done in an environment that is enjoyable. The competition environment is not, but like show environments, that was, I loved performing. That was by far my favorite aspect of skating was just performing, was just getting out there and just putting on a show. I, I've always been a showman per se. And so that was something that was, it, it was just, it was always very liberating. I, I really, I really enjoyed it. And I love, you know, expressing myself through music and movement. And that's what skating allows me to do. And it allows me to do that. And it allows me to do really cool things. And so, 
you know, I I think that just skating for fun is fantastic. I think it is wonderful. I think that figure skating is it's one of the most fun and enjoyable sports to watch for sure. I can definitely agree. I feel like Olympic figure skating is the sport of the season during Winter Olympics. I feel like that's the one everyone talks about. It is. Fun fact, it actually, about. women's figure skating is the highest watched event at the Winter Olympics. Really? That's really yes. cool, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing what they do, especially yeah, when, you, sure. when you try skating for the first time and you feel all wobbly and whatnot. I yeah. definitely understand why it's so, like, jaw-dropping and amazing to see yeah yeah so following up on that what initially drew you into ice skating was it that big challenge or was it the artistry or what particular aspect of skating was what made you say I want to skate I just do it for fun I just do it because I like it I'm not trying to get anything out of it I'm not trying to you know I just I just do it because it relieves stress or it's fun to do or it's, you know, it's fun to see what I can still do. I mean, it's it's obviously frustrating because I've been out of the sport for almost longer than I was in it now. And it's it it, it is it is difficult because I, you know, I go out there and I'm like, oh, I used to be able to do this. Why can't I do it anymore? And, you know, it, it can't it can be frustrating. But like also at the same time, I'm like, I like I don't I don't need to do this. Like I'm just doing this for fun. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, that's I fair. Yeah, there's 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 no pressure anymore. There's no pressure to be good. There's no pressure to, you know, compete well. I just do it because I like it and it's fun. And like I've said, I really I really do love the sport. I love it. It's it's probably my favorite sport. I love watching it. I love participating in it. I mean, I, you know, I I would love to do shows or something if I could. That would that would be so fun just because I really do love, you know, sharing it with other people, like sharing my love and joy for the sport with other people. And I think that that's something that's really special with skating. And that's something that you can show because you are putting on a show. But, you know, at the same time, I'm, I also have the like bad memories and I'm like, oh, like that, you know, I, it, skating was skating was a very it was not a positive mental space for me. Yeah, well, and, you know, as far as mental health and sports goes, I think that we have seen a lot of very highly trained athletes like Simone Biles coming in and mm-hmm. saying, hey, like, yeah. this Naomi is, Osaka. yeah, this is very strenuous mentally to be at such a level, which is, it is. one of the reasons. And it's harder for female athletes as well. And like, because skating is a predominantly female sport, it's just, it's even worse. Yeah, definitely. And it is one of the big reasons why I wanted to start this podcast is, um, I really do want to encourage people, especially former athletes who were at a competitive level, to enjoy activity in a non-competitive space. I feel like there's a lot of emphasis on being competitive, being the best, being the best, Mm -hmm. even in the workplace, at school, in our personal lives. I think it has become uh, so culturally prevalent and it is absolutely exhausting. And I think it's important that people are able to create a space where there isn't pressure and you're just going to go and have fun and enjoy something because you love it. And I really think that's where you're at with skating. And that's why I really wanted to talk to you today mm-hmm. is because I think it's um, it's huge right now. Yeah. It is very prevalent right now. The, there's a lot of stress in the world. And I think it's important to find the things that make us happy for fun. 
Yeah, I mean, I, oh my goodness, I, I love just like, if I could just have like a private ice session and just do like choreography, that would just, I mean, that would make me so happy. That would be so fun. I love, I love doing that stuff. I, something that I've really kind of like taken, um, what's the word, like taken an appreciation for after I quit was just the artistry. And I feel like over you know really like since I've quit the artistry and the sport has just really gone downhill and that was something that at my rink was very very focused we focused on a lot we had an edge class every morning and we had you know coaches that were very very harsh about our artistry and not just our jumps and spins and I feel like where the sport has taken that is kind of lost and that is something that I really like to focus on. Like when I go skating is I like to just like, I like to just, you know, move around, just work on like edges or something because I, I, I can't, I, I can't really do the jumps that I used to be able to do. I mean, well, and the, the level of just sheer like strength and confidence that you have to have in yourself to not only execute a jump correctly, but safely is it's really high. Um, as, as a beginning skater, I can say for sure that like it is very um, daunting, if you will, to commit to leaving the ice and then landing back on it on what is it? An eighth of an inch? Is is that how? It's it's very it's very small. Yeah. So actually, on the note of the more technical aspect of skating. Um, so there are six jumps, if I'm not mistaken, and countless different so. types of spins. Yeah. Uh, what would you say that your favorite technical moves were? Oh, my goodness. What are my favorite technical moves? Either to watch or to perform. <laughs> I always loved a Beelman. I always loved a good Beelman. I had a good Beelman. Um, Can you explain to the audience yeah, what a Beelman is? Yeah. So, okay. So if you've ever watched skating, a Beelman is – it's – so – it's an upright position and it's where the skater like has both of their hands over their head, but they're holding onto their blade. And so their foot is like also over their head and it kind of creates this like teardrop shape. And so that was, that was definitely, that was probably, that was probably my favorite spin. I, I, I was always pretty flexible. And so I had, I was good at that one and I always got like a lot of compliments on that one. So I, I would say that, and I love watching Beelman's as well. So Beelman is probably my favorite spin. When it comes to a jump, I don't really know. I I liked Axel. Axel is fun. Axel's uh, fun fact about an Axel. It is the only figure skating jump that takes off forwards. I also liked uh, toe loop. That one. That one was good. I liked flip too. I wasn't a big fan of lutz. So a f the only difference between a flip and a lutz is that a flip takes off on an inside edge and a lutz takes off on an outside edge, and uh, sometimes Lutz has just kind of scared me. I got, I, this was something very, this happened so many years ago. And this happened like years before even I got to the point where I was doing like uh, more than a single Lutz because I, I, I had this like kind of, I had thought that I was somewhere in skating and then I changed coaches and they were like, your technique is all wrong. And then I had to like go I had I literally probably like lost a good year and a half of everything that I was doing and I had to relearn everything and it was I mean it was fantastic I went and I became a much better skater and a much better jumper but it was just like annoying but I remember there was one time I was probably oh, 
10 I was skating and I had a friend who was doing a double let's and she cracked her head open and then after that after that it always scared me let's has always scared me and I mean I eventually got over that fear and I had a I had a fine let's once I got over it but I always I always like to flip more so spins definitely a Beelman I also had this one specific sit spin that I did that like no one else did I called it a Rika Hongo spin because Rika Hongo she was a Japanese figure skater and she she did it it was like this is another skating term that no one knows but a broken leg it's like a it's a sit spin so a sit spin is the one where you're like down um and they like they like stick their leg out so that it kind of looks like it's broken and then they like spin in that position but I did it backwards and most people didn't do it backwards and I would like do it backwards and then I would like pull it up into like a half Beelman camel position uh so that one was always really fun too so I would say that so yeah Beelman and then like my Rika Hongo spin for spins and then for jumps axle toe and flip those are my favorite all right fun fun and obviously the the six jumps are all based on what part of the blade you take off on so whether that is an inside or an outside edge and correct me if i'm wrong but the part of the blade that you use to essentially get yourself off the ground yeah yeah pretty much yeah so there's there's edge jumps and there's pick jumps so the edge jumps are axle sow and loop and then so that means that you don't you you don't like kick the ice yes yeah yeah so on a pick jump you like use your toe pick the like spiky part of the skate you shove it into the ice and it like helps vault you up and then toe jumps are a toe loop a flip and a lutz all right and just on that note as well um Let's talk about the kind of equipment that you need when skating, which really is an ice rink and a pair of ice skates. And most rinks do offer rentals. They do. Um, Let's talk about how skates work, basically. So you have a metal blade attached to a pretty stiff boot. Yeah. um, And then you have an inside edge, which Mm -hmm. is the side that is your midline, and an outside edge Mm -hmm. that is towards the outside of your body. Yes. And if I'm not mistaken, it is sort of like a U shape so that it's a really fine Mm -hmm. line on either edge, which allows you to perform some of these technical elements. Yeah, it's like if if you have like the skate on the ice, it's like an upside down U. Yeah. 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 Very interesting stuff. And then usually for single skaters, usually uh, they have a longer blade and then a more pronounced toe pick. Um, for yeah. ice stance, yeah, it's ice a shorter stance, blade, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. So ice stance, it is a shorter blade and a little less toe pick. Pairs, that is like a, I guess uh, it's not a singles discipline, but they do have the regular blade. So basically, ice stance blades are just not made for jumping because they have they have like the short they have like the short heel because they do a lot of stuff that's like very close. They like cross their feet a lot and if you have the long back, it's easier to like clip with yourself or the other skater. It's like a safety thing, to be honest. It's just, that's okay. It's safer that way. Very interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. So yeah. uh, as far as uh, watching the sport goes as well as enjoying the sport, how would you say somebody could get into knowing about the sport more and getting to understand like the differences in jumps and 
what certain technical elements are called or how skating is scored. Would you say there's any particular way that you can go about that? I like particular way. I honestly, I wouldn't say so. Skating is, I, it's not quite what it used to be. And so it's not broadcast as much anymore. It's not one of those, you know, back in like the nineties, you know, like Michelle Kwan, that was a household name like Christy Yamaguchi, like everybody knew who those people were. And now if you ask people, they might be able to name a skater just because it was the Olympic year. Like if I, if I went up to someone and I was like, do you know who Nathan Chen is? Four times out of 10, they'd probably be like, I've heard that name. But uh, you know, if I go out there and I'm like, can you tell me who Brady Tunnell is? No one's going to know who that is just because it's not, it's not, as popular as it once was which is unfortunate because I think it's really fun to watch and so it's really just honestly it's just about knowing where to watch it and it it's one of those so Skate America is often broadcast on like NBC and stuff and then Nationals always is Nationals in my opinion is the best way to get into skating is watching Nationals Nationals is by far the funnest event every year there's always always something special happens at nationals there's always something special that happens that no one really expects like this year in my opinion it was gracie gold's short program like if you if you don't know who gracie gold is she basically went from everything to nothing and it was just it was just really really hard for her but she never really gave up skating and i personally am not a big fan of her skating style I've never been a big Gracie Gold fan like when it just comes to how she skates I don't find it that appealing because skating is it's a subjective sport well it definitely touches back on that sort of artistry element that everyone really does have their own style their own method Mm -hmm. when it when it comes to how they move yeah yeah for sure and so that's why that's why it's it it is such a subjective sport and yes there are people who you know there is like yeah the best skater in the world but then you know the best skater in the world changes the next year because the judges change and it's all subjective like it's different and yeah so like going back to Gracie she just like struggled so much but she never really gave up and they kept like U.S. figure skating kept sending her to competitions and she would just pull out or like not not do what she wanted and it was just it was it was always a disaster and it was it was it was hard to watch you're like this is this is painful like she doesn't want to be doing this and then finally after I mean the last time she was like she actually competed at like a high level was like 2016 so it was I I guess like six years uh but like six years later she came out at nationals and she did a clean short program she did everything she planned and she did it clean and it was I mean it was it was incredible to watch it was it just showed the determination and it showed really it it really reminded me and I think other people just like what skating is all about and that it's a you know it it's a battle it is one it is 100% very um perseverance based it is very difficult yeah no it was just I mean it was it was a fan it was a fantastic moment I like I said, I have never particularly been a fan of her skating, but that was, that was like, that was a really special thing. And it was just, and it gave, you know, I think it gave a lot of skating fans that sense of nostalgia because she did skate, you know, quite a few years ago. She 
first like came onto the scene about 10 years ago now. So it's been, you know, 10 years in some sports, that doesn't seem like a long time, but 10 years in skating is a lifetime. I mean, skating changes every two years. And actually on that note, uh, what would you have to say about Nathan Chen's Olympic performance and his overall career and the last few years as a skater? Because I feel as though, yes, he's maybe not as like, you know, household name as like someone like LeBron James. Yeah. But uh, I I feel as though because he's been to the Olympics multiple times Mm -hmm. now and he has really become prevalent in skating as the best male skater. Yeah, I mean, he there's, there's, there's no not, question. There's not a single event that Nathan Chen has not won. So what would you have to say about him as a skater? And what what's your opinion? Okay. I am a firm believer that Yuzuru Hanyu is the best skater to ever skate. And all I ever wanted... All I ever wanted in life was Yuzuru and Nathan to skate two clean programs at the same event. It literally never happened. It never happened. Well, and that even happened this year in the Olympics as well. Yes, because they, Yuzuru... Just, yeah, y- y- Yuzuru, Yuzuru popped the quad sow in the short and I lost it. <laughs> I lost it. I was... Oh, I wanted that so bad. I wanted two clean programs from them because I wanted to just, I wanted, because I am convinced that Yuzuru is the best, but then there are other people who are convinced that Nathan is the best. And so it's just like, I want to know the answer. And I never, and I, and I never got that answer. I, I mean, I, I love Nathan. I, I always have. I, the, the program that really got me into Nathan Chen, this is such a random, random program. But I think, I think it was because I saw it live too. Because there was a junior Grand Prix in Colorado Springs, where I'm from, in like, oh, it was probably 2015. Um, there was a junior Grand Prix, and Nathan wasn't old enough to compete as a senior internationally, so he was competing as a junior. And he, um, he his short program, it was Michael Jackson. It's not a great program. It's really not. But there's just something about the footwork. The footwork just really got me, and I was like, yes. I was like, any anybody in skating if you were on the skating scene you knew about nathan nathan has won every single event since he was 11 years old he and he had to win he had to win a lot of events at for two years in a row because he wasn't old enough to move up he i think he won novice two years in a row because he wasn't old enough to move up to juniors and then he had to win juniors two years in a row because he wasn't old enough to move up at senior and then and now he's won senior six times so i mean he's he's incredible he is by far probably the best u.s male figure skater of all time yeah and i don't think that there are probably many people who are going to argue with me on that one and i no i i i love nathan it was it's so it, it was so fun to watch him improve just over the years and i i enjoyed rocket man i really liked the rocket man program i know that there were there were some mixed feelings especially about his his uh, 2012 Galaxy shirt. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The, the, we should yes. put a laser cap, Photoshop it on yes. there. Yes. No, I was, wa- I was watching it. I was watching it with my roommate. And she goes, huh. And I was like, what? And she's like, his shirt. And I was like, yeah, I know it's something. And she's like, I feel like it should have a cat on it. <laughs> and I, I, was walking, I was walking on campus the other day. And I saw this, I saw this small child in a 
like galaxy cat shirt and i it just made me laugh because i was like eh. Yeah, like, what a throwback, right? That's, that's what Nathan could have looked like. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I aside from aside from the shirt, I loved the Rocket Man program. The choreo step at the end, oh, I love a good choreo step. And that choreo step is the best choreo step ever. Yeah, I would agree that his program was really enjoyable to watch to even the less trained eye, I personally Oh, sure. I was like, wow, this is so cool. And the, the musicality he had in that program was unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Very well mixed. So good. So that's actually um, another topic that I would like to touch on very briefly. Yeah. So how do programs work? What is a program? Why, yeah. why do they have a program in competition? Mm-hmm. And then another follow-up, how do people plan a program? Yeah. Okay. So basically a program is just, it's, it's just a way to show off everything that you've been working on in just kind of like an organized way. And it's done to music. It's like a dance routine, but on ice. And yeah, so it, yeah, that's, that's what you compete. You typically compete a short program and a long program. And then the two scores are combined to get your final score. And then that's who wins. So, you know, you could win the free skate, or you could win the short program, but not win the event. How programs happen is when, so it, it, it really depends. It depends on the coach and it depends on the skater. I always liked to have a say in the music I used because I always felt like when I skated to music that I liked, I skated better. Whether or not I performed my jumps better, that's a different story. But <laughs> I was more enjoyable to watch when I was skating to music that I enjoyed. And so I always tried to make sure that I had a say in the music that I skated to. But a lot of times the choreographer is just like, I have this piece of music and I want you to skate to it. And then they choreograph a program. And then that's what you, you know, you train that same thing every single day so that when you go in a competition, you just do it. It's like muscle memory at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I guess to wrap up this session, what would you say to somebody who is looking to try their hand at skating, mm-hmm. get into the sport, whether or not that is just following the sport yeah. or actually taking a swing and going ice skating? Yeah. So if you want to follow the sport, try and start with nationals. I think that that is just it's a great event to just kind of get you into it and then watch some ice dance. Get appreciation for the skating aspect of the sport because that's really that's the really fun part, the performing aspect. So get an ice dance. That's that's what I say if you're watching. And then if you want to actually skate, my biggest piece of advice is that you can't be afraid to fall. You can't be afraid to fall and you can't be afraid to fail. Because if you're afraid of those two things, you're never gonna get anywhere because that's eighty percent of what skating is. It's falling and failing. Yeah, well, and I believe that that does come with um, a lot of high-intensity uh, sports like that where, yeah, it, it just kind of comes with the turf and it is how you get better. Thank you so much. Yeah, um, of course. No, thank you. It was a- an absolute pleasure yeah, to have you today. Fun. Yeah, I really um, liked this. All right, folks, if you want to try your hand at ice skating, be sure to check out the Fort Collins Recreation website at www.fcgov.com slash recreation slash epic. You can also check out the U.S. Figure Skating website at www.usfigureskating.org. 
Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. And remember, the first step to being kind of good at something is to be kind of bad at it. I'll see you all next time. Thanks so much.